Hi and welcome to Arrow Devastation, a brand new Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me always is Sam Neil. Hiya. How are you doing, Sam? I'm really good, thank you. Cool, good. Just got back from the GP, which I am all set to talk about for an hour. Awesome, yeah, I guess that's probably going to be our main focus this week, really, just yeah, a good rundown on, I guess, your experience over the weekend. Yeah, it's been really, really cool, but um, and it's just, it's, it's just like, sort of, not that my faith in magic was, was waning, but it's just like, restored my faith in magic and just reminded me how much I love the game. Awesome, it's really good to hear. How's your how's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Like I've played little to no magic, like at all. But sweet sounds sounds uh, typical for an hour of devastation week. Oh, <laughs> even like less than usual. Like I've, I've played <laughs> arena like twice maybe. Um, oh, watched a fair bit of vintage again. Just <clears throat> wishing I could afford to play that format. But yeah, mm-hmm. other than that, I've had a had a bit of a break this week, I guess. Really, and just, just fair enough. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't understand what taking a break from magic magic gathering is like. That sounds like a horrible thing to do, but <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, full of real world things this week, really, for me. But, yeah, you know, no. hey, next weekend, next weekend, we got, yeah, I'll, I'll draft or something. Yeah, get back into it. Yeah, totally. Uh, how about Sweet. how about you, besides the GP, did you play much this week? Um, No, <laughs> because, you know, I was like, I knew I was playing four days of magic. Yeah. So I uh, decided to try and, you know, do some, some hanging out with people. And out with family and stuff. Yeah. Just doing normal things before, just immersing myself in magic for four days. So <laughs> so it hasn't just been like, you know, ten full days of just testing for the GP? Um, no, because that would <laughs> mean I would have a good result from the GP. <laughs> uh, uh, I tested a bit, but like, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get into it later. Sure, I'll, sure. I guess we'll hear all about that later. Yeah. Uh, should we get into our cracker pack first then? Yeah, let's start off with that. Cool. So once again, we've got our pack of Dominaria this week. Still absolutely uh, loving this format. Yeah, this this format has been absolutely great. Awesome. So let's get this cracked and get straight into it. Mm-hmm. There we go. Alright, so first up, we've got Adventurous Impulse. Okay, that's, that's not a bad first one. Yeah, it's green for a sorcery. And look at the top three cards of your library. You may reveal a creature or land card from among them and put it in your hand. <coughs> put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Cool, like, I'm not first picking it, but, like, I don't mind picking these up for Green Duck. Yeah, again, like... I personally, I don't think I would pick them quite highly, but mm-hmm. if I'm playing, yeah, just, if I'm playing green, then yeah, sure. Yeah, you, you, you like picking them up on the wheel and stuff. So. Yeah. Cool. Uh, after that, we've got Dark Bargain. That's a three and a black for an instant. Uh, look at the top three cards of your library, put two of them into your hand, and the other into your graveyard. Dark Bargain deals two damage to you. Um, Same again. Like, you'll pick them up. Yeah. I, I'll, pick, I'll not pick it highly. Yeah, I, I feel it on that one. Um, I do like it, though. Yeah, same. I think I would probably pick the adventurous impulse over it. Um, yeah, I think I'm. Yeah, I'm more into the green decks at the moment. Yeah, cool. The black decks. Uh, after that, we've got unwind. That's a two and a blue for an instant. Is counter target non creature spell. Untap up to three lands. It's a reasonable cyborg card. Yeah, totally. Um, I wouldn't ever first pick it as much nope. as I quite like the card, but mm-hmm. yeah, sure, sure. After that, we've got Adamant Will. That's one and a white for an instant. Target creature gains plus two, plus two, and gains indestructible at the end of turn. This is, like, a good pack, but, like, it's full of stuff I want to pick up later. Yeah, definitely. Like, there's loads of cards that I wouldn't be unhappy with on the wheel at the moment, but... Yeah, this, this card's particularly good. Yeah. I've been with this card a lot. I, I do like it, definitely. Like, it seems like both a neat little combat trick and... Mm-hmm. I don't know, just something that you, you could even play sort of 
pre-combat to get that damage in if you need to, or maybe to force your opponent to block something if you if you just need to sort of break that board state. Yeah, definitely. Like it's a it's a cool card. Yeah, I like it. So mm-hmm. would you say that would be your pick so far? Yeah, probably given the other ones. Yeah. Hope we get something a bit better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, after that, uh, we have Warlord's Fury. That is a red uh, for a sorcery. Uh, it says creatures you control gain first strike until end of turn and draw a card. Mm, meh. Yeah, I feel the same on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art's really nice on the card. That's good. That's probably not good enough reason for me to take it. But. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice uh, add-on. Yeah, again, I don't think I'd be first picking this card ever. Mm-hmm. I agree. Cool. Uh, so after that, we come to our first creature, finally. Six cards deep. Oh, sweet. Uh, we have Mammoth Spider. That is four yeah. and a green for a 3-5 creature. It's a spider, and it has reach. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm taking this so far. Yeah, definitely. That is my pick at the moment as well. Like, Sounds great. Yeah, I think it's fine. Like uh, probably like a like a C plus level card, right? Yeah, it's just you want it in like you want at least the first copy in every green deck. Yeah, it's um, it's just really good. Like it does a lot of work, and it's you know, it's a five mana three four three five with reach. Like <laughs> what more can you want? Totally, totally solid card. I wouldn't be unhappy picking it so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, we have Jousting Lance. So that is. Ooh. Uh, colorless, it's not a fact. It's two uh, mana of any color. And it says, Equip creature gets plus two plus zero. As long as it's your turn, equip creature has first strike. Equip three. Yeah, I'm taking this now. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, it's quite great. Like, um, it's just, I think the equipment in this set is very, very good. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that, yeah, definitely. The equipment does a lot of work. I'm not sure this is, obviously, this is not the best piece you can pick up. Yeah. Um, but this leaves you open. Um, you're not, like, you know, taking a color first pick. Yeah. And I've just seen this card do a lot of work. Like, you just strap it onto something and just start being down. It's pretty good. I've been impressed with it. Yeah, it's fair enough. I I don't think I have been yet. Like, uh, I, I don't think it's a bad card at all, but mm-hmm. I, I think I, I still have yet to see it sort of impress me as much as uh, I wanted to, really, in the, the limited format. I'm sure, so you're still on the spider. I'm still on the spider, I think, yeah. But I uh, totally well, respect Justin Lance. It's a 5 5. Yeah, true. <laughs> Uh, I think that changes with the next one, though. Uh, so we have a Eviscerate. That's oh, okay. <laughs> three and a black for a sorcery. It says destroy target creature. Easy. Yeah. So easy. Very easy. Okay. Sometimes you're just going to have to take the four mana kill spell, aren't you? Yeah. Like yeah. I've, I've first played this like enough. It's just it's just good. It's great. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, we have Power Stone Shard. Says <laughs> three generic mana for an artifact. It says tap, add... Uh, one colourless for each artifact you control, named Power Stone Shard. I've still not seen this deck. No, I I don't think the deck's there. Like, I really want it to be a deck. I really like the idea of there being a deck, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I was in the draft at the GP, and um, my friend Rob got past three of these. Yeah. Got two of them last pick. Yeah. And then he had a Mishra Self-Replicator. Yeah, see that that seems like the deck that you need it in, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's just never going to come together. Yeah, and we were like, "Oh man, you have to do it! You have to do it!" And it's like, mm, it's just not good enough. Yeah, like it's just not it's just not good enough. Like yeah. it's especially not better than Eviscerate. Because <laughs> I guess you got to you've got to really have three of them to get the you know potential out of it, really, don't you? Like at the least. Yeah, and even then you've got to have something big to cast, and if that's like Pardic Wonder or something, it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, totally. That's a no on the Power Stone Shard there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, we come to our last common. 
Uh, we have Ancient Animus. Okay. One and a green for an instant. That's a put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control if it's legendary. Then it fights a target creature an opponent controls. I think well, this was this is the pick we don't have Eviscerate. Yeah, I agree there. Uh, I think Eviscerate is is definitely the pick over it, but mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever be unhappy really uh, first picking an Ancient Animus if it came to it. Right, like, Pounce is good. The um, the incidental upside like. Is really relevant. Yeah, it's just sweet. But eviscerate still better in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cool. So after that, uh, we have a first uncommon. That is Gaia's blessing. Oh God. No. <laughs> One and a green for a sorcery. The target player shuffles up to three target cards from their graveyard into the library. Draw a card. When Gaia's blessing is put into your graveyard from your library, shuffle your graveyard into your library. God, this card's in the set for like flavor reasons or something. This card is so bad. Yeah, like they are. Obvious limited connotation, sorry, obvious constructed connotation to this card. Like, mm-hmm. it's a you know, decent constructed card in the decks that want it, but sure. I don't think I would ever play this in limited. I played it once. Yeah, and how did that I go? The card in my blue black deck, so you can see how bad my draft went. <laughs> Oof, yeah, but sure. It was really bad. I thought it was an instant. <laughs> uh oh. Even then, I thought it wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't ever first pick this. Not even slightly. Uh, cool. So after that, we have uh, Tetsuko Umazawa, Fugitive. Mm-hmm. One and a blue for a legendary creature, Human Rogue. Uh, it's a three-one, and it says uh, creatures you control with power or toughness one or less can't be blocked. It's not good, but I want it to be good. I see. I I think it is. It's quite good, but you need. Really? Yeah, I think you just you just need to build around. Like it's a very build around card. Like yeah, definitely. If you can get the the deck that can produce like a million saplings, then it's it's sick. Like it's really good. Sure. Like prob- I want the um, the Tetsuko Rat Colony deck to be good. Yeah, that sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You just have like you know eight Rat Colonies in a Numazawa. Yeah. That sounds just like how do you lose? Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm like I'm not I'm not picking this card over um, Eviscerate at this point. No, same. I, I I do I do like the card, and I think I, I do I do rate it higher than it probably deserves. But mm-hmm. yeah, Eviscerate's definitely still the pick at this point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and after that, we have a Damping Sphere. Nope. That is <laughs> uh, two generic mana for an artifact. If a land is tapped for two or more mana, it produces one colorless instead of any other type and amount. Each spell a player casts costs one more to cast for each other spell that players cast this turn. This is a constructed card. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think we've covered this card to death that, like by this point in this podcast. I mean, I'm actually um, uh, embarrassingly higher on it than I was when, when I... Destroyed it. <laughs> Good. A few I, I, weeks back. Yeah. But in draft, <laughs> in limited, there is no way I'm ever playing this card. No, I fully agree. Mm-hmm. See what our rare is then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm taking this. Uh, so our rare is Lich's Mastery. It's three <laughs> okay. and three black for a legendary enchantment, which says hexproof. You can't lose the game. Whenever you gain life, draw that many cards. Whenever you lose life, for each one life you lost, exile a permanent you control or a card from your hand or graveyard. When Lich's Mastery leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. Okay, so we're both picking this. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the actual pick is Eviscerate. Yeah, 100%. Like, but this is way more fun. Eviscerate is a much better card, but yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of made a, a promise to myself that 
whenever I open a Lich's Mastery in a draft, like I'm gonna try and play that that card as much as I can. Like, yeah, I mean, this is the the new choice kind of Cophobia, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so even even worse. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> Hang on, I saw. Someone's playing this in the Legacy GP. Yeah. Actual Leech's Mastery. Yeah. Um, I don't know how or why. Um, <laughs> I no, guess you could play uh, Donate. No, it wasn't Was it? it? wasn't Donate. I think it was like nearly mono black. Okay. Oh, God, it was... I want to see if I can find a list. Yeah. Cause... That sounds like a what the deck. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they did particularly well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember like people were, people were talking about it throughout the GP. Like that's sweet. That's the kind of thing you want to take to a sixty-pound GP, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did actually actually lose Lich's mastery in uh, in standard last week. Really? That was something that happened. Yeah. What uh, uh, what version were they playing? They were playing. Uh, it was like a black white. It was just kind of like black white mid range like vampires. It was kind of like a, it was just like a budget pre really um, pretty like casual deck. But uh-huh. they played a Lich's mastery and then I just couldn't couldn't deal with it. Like. <laughs> Sure, they're playing approach. <laughs> yeah, playing blue white approach. Sweet. And it was like, well, it's, it's literally like once that once that had resolved because obviously like I'd tapped out because they were just casting you know they were just casting creatures or whatever. I didn't have any like counter spells or I tapped out or something. And they played uh-huh. a Lich's mastery, and I'm like, well, yeah, sure. There's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, I think I'm gonna gonna pack one rivers uh, rivers rebuke on my sideboard just in case yeah so they just straight lose the game so they just yeah lose the game like Sweet. yeah it kind of went really horribly like we just sat there my opponent had lich's mastery i had a give had like a gideon in the trials and play over gideon emblem and, mm-hmm. and so neither of us could like lose the game <laughs> uh, and then they eventually just beat my gideon and beat me and i was like well lesson learned that's great. Yeah, always be prepared. Yeah, that fe- I mean, that feels really good in, um, like, in a control mirror. Yeah. Well, not mirror, but, like, in a control matchup. Yeah. Just, like, how do you beat that card? Yeah, I, like, I literally couldn't. Like, because it has X-proof, like, you can't cast cast out on it. Like, That's great. Yeah, and I guess I guess the point was just, you know, you deal damage to your opponent when they've got loads of, like, lifelink vampires. It was like, mm. well, I can't even do that. Oh, dude, that's so good. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, so they... I don't know. Like, they might almost be a standard deck around that. Uh, yeah, I think almost is the key word there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, so that's our Cracker Pack done for this week. Uh, should we move on to Card of the Week? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. So uh, I guess I'll go first this week. Uh, mm-hmm. My Card of the Week is really more of a, a Cards of the Week, to be honest. Sure. Uh, so uh, my Cards of the Week this week is the uh, the new Land Cycle from uh, Battle Bond the new uh, supplementary set it's coming out uh, in June I do believe uh, it's a new cycle of dual lands we've got uh, so that is Spire Garden Sea of Clouds Morphic Pool Bountiful Promenade and Luxury Suite that's my favourite one yeah <laughs> it's not <laughs> I'll get into it so yeah <laughs> respectively they are uh, they tap for red green uh, white blue blue black green white and black red mm-hmm. uh, so they are a new cycle of lands and they say, for example, I will take Spire Garden. So Spire Garden enters the battlefield tapped unless you have two or more opponents. And then you can tap it for red or green. Sweet. So essentially they are dual lands, but for multiplayer games. Yeah, they just enter untapped. Yeah. It's like, if you're playing like a full game, play again commander, they just enter straight untapped and you've got like, effectively like a, like a Tager. Yeah, you know? totally. Which is sweet. I mean, they're not strictly the same. <laughs> <laughs> they're not, no. Uh, which I guess... Is, I don't know. It's a bit of an issue I take with it. I think like Definitely. I, I feel like these cards should have had basic land types. One hundred. That was my that was my thing going into it. Cause, like, yeah. 
because we like a lot of commander players for a while have been like we understand the reserves we understand you can't repin these cards but like you know my um band deck would be better if i could have like a savannah and a tundra that i can afford yeah right and this is such an elegant way of doing it because these cards are garbage and like constructed competitive formats yeah totally so obviously like legacy, legacy and vintage are the the formats that care about you know, having multiple copies of of reserveless dual lands, mm-hmm. and yeah, like these cards really don't function the same way in those formats. Not because, exactly. Like you're not like you're playing one v one. You're not playing against multiple opponents in those formats. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know. I just I just think that would have been the perfect way to like. It's almost like functionally reprint the dual lands, yeah. But at the same time, not because in some form, like in some formats, they aren't a functional reprint. No, no, I mean, it's not, like they're not even close because, yeah. like, even if they have the um, the land types on them, yeah. So if like Spire Garden was um, the Forest Mountain, yeah, um, or a Mountain Forest, whichever order it would be, um, then it doesn't do anything in any constructed format. You can search for it off like a fetch land, but it comes yeah. untapped every time. Yeah, like essentially, it would have been. It'd be the same as like searching up a Cinderglade on turn one. Yeah, exactly. But like Cinderglade is strictly better than this card. Yeah, because it has the opportunity to enter untapped. Whereas this this doesn't, unless you're playing some kind of weird multiplayer legacy, in which case you're not playing legacy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so I just I just wish you know for those reasons that it did. <laughs> they did have the basic land types. Like mm-hmm. it would be great because it would get it would get more lands into players' hands. Like it would bring yeah. down the cost for for EDH, and then you would. You know, you would have people that would look at these cards and go like, "Oh, that would really make my deck better." Yeah, but, you know, I, I mean, I can't afford, or I don't want to spend, you know, a hundred dollars on this card, two hundred dollars on this card, you know, three hundred dollars on this card. Yeah, here's a perfectly acceptable replacement that I could get in a, you know, three pound booster pack. Yeah, exactly. Like these cards aren't going to be worth. I'd be surprised if these cards are worth a lot of money. Yeah, same. I, I mean, they're, they're never going to be more than the price of a pack, are they? No, there's no way. I mean, like, these cards are going to be played in Commander. Like, outside yeah. of, like, even though they don't have the basic land types, I'm still going to pick up these cards for playing in my Commander decks. Yeah, sure. Like, I'm going to be uh, picking up uh, Battle for Romanard for my green white deck. Yeah. Which, specifically, <laughs> upsets me. <laughs> Why does it upset you? <sighs> I mean, the art on... Right, the art on these cards. Yeah. We need to talk about it, right? Yeah, I think we do. Right. So, Spire Garden. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Love art. It's really nice. Yeah, it's lush. Looks like a magic card. Yeah. Sea of Clouds. Like, the best one. Looks amazing. Yeah, I think so. Like, it it might possibly even be one of my favourite land arts of all time. Like... For a format you don't even play. Yeah, for, for, like, for a card I'm probably never going to even own. Like, I don't even care yeah. about owning. That art is incredible. Yeah, it's, it's so nice. Very impressed with that one. It looks like a magic card. Yeah. And we have Morphic Pool. Yeah. I can, I can make my piece with it. Yeah, totally. Like, it's... It kind of looks like a like a futuristic Ravnica card. Yeah, like, and you know it's a Ravnica three thousand. Like it's fine. Yeah. Then we come on to my two my two main gripes. Sure. A luxury suite. Yeah. Not the name of a magic card. <laughs> no, I think that's that's my issue with it. Like the name luxury suite is really weird. It's very, very strange. It feels very strange for this colour pair as well. Like, yeah, what, like the art is black and red. <laughs> yeah, that's the most tenuous link I can possibly find. <laughs> I think the art, the art almost looks very nice. Like, I think if they'd, mm. if they'd gotten rid of like the like the arena in the background and mm-hmm. replaced it with like you know stone walls of a castle or like a you know like 
elaborate wallpaper and like a palace and set it on Innistrad and said it was like a luxury suite in a wing of like the Vuldaren Manor or something, then absolutely mm. fine. That would have been great. Or if yeah. they'd gone like really tongue in cheek of it and gone luxury suite, but actually it was like, you know, like a throne room in like a torture chamber or something and it was like <laughs> in like a Rakdos dungeon on Ravrica, then like. Yeah, that would have been really sweet. Awesome. That would be quite funny. And also like, you know, just kind of really flavorful for the Rakdos. Yeah. But, but mm. it's. Like I don't know, like it. It just it looks really odd. It's just like the magic equivalent of like a VIP box, at like a sporting event. Yeah, it's got like a chandelier and like a chaise or whatever, and yeah. like a vase with flowers, and some candles. And it's just looking out over this arena. Oh god, it's so weird. I mean, the art's nice. Like it's executed well. I really like it. Yeah, it's definitely. Not yeah, I I agree with you on that one. All right, can we move on to my favourite? Yes. <laughs> Bountiful Promenade. <laughs> yeah. Just there's so much about this. <clears throat> I don't want to. I don't want to take too long on it because I could talk about it forever. No, but like, sure. This doesn't look like a magic plane. I uh, see. I. I think it almost does. I think it almost looks like almost looks like Kaladesh. It's kind of like a more angular, more white Kaladesh. I think. Sure, I could see it. Right, but like that. That's one of my problems. The composition of it is very strange. Yeah. Like, what's this pillar thing in the front? Like, why is that the main focal point of this piece? Yeah, the perspective's quite odd on this one. Mm-hmm. I love John Park's work. Yeah. I think he's done a lot of really, really nice magic cards. Yeah. And I understand that this is going to be a small picture on a small piece of piece of cardboard that you're not really going to see in full detail. Yeah. But if you look at this blown up, he's not finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't finished the piece of art. Like, this stuff, like, it looks like... But we were saying just before, it looks like a, it looks like a concept piece. Yeah, it it, it does like. Like so... he's not finished. He's just like, it's like some of it is really detailed, and some of it he's just like, like the um, I don't know what you call them lately. The what the like the sheets like on top of the like market stalls. Yeah, yeah. they're like they're not finished. They just like he's just sort of quickly done some lines down them that aren't symmetrical and like. <laughs> yeah, if you go onto the uh, the Magic Gathering Tumblr page, they've got mm-hmm. all of the art in sort of really really high def, nice big images mm-hmm. of the art, and yeah, it does kind of just look half unfinished like you've got some really really nice detail on some of the mm-hmm. some of the the more sort of close-up characters like the one with their their back to you and then yeah, yeah. And even like the sky and some of the buildings look great but then you've got yeah. just got these like odd splashes of color that look like they haven't been rendered properly yeah just like like it's just sort of done it in photoshop with the like the average tool just like quickly gone over like one of it isn't even there's an orange bit in the back right like it isn't even fully opaque yeah like it's just not finished. Yeah. And then you've got like <laughs> little blue blue uh, blue brown man in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> this, this little it, strange angular guy. You know, it looks like I don't know, like concept art for like Wind Waker or something. Like it's yeah, definitely. It's like, very odd and like I. Oh, it's so I, peculiar. I understand that whenever you know we're never really going to see the card art at that size ever because it's mm-hmm. going to be yeah. on a small magic card. So. Yeah. You'll never see the detail or the detail or lack of, I guess, in this case. Yeah. So obviously, but it's yeah, it's not good. I mean, and I also get like you know, art takes a lot of time. Yeah, definitely. I understand that like you know, going to churn out this art and stuff, but like, I, it's just I, it's really poor quality for what I would expect. Yeah, same. I agree with that. And I mean, like every other one, like all the other four, even the ones that I don't particularly like. Yeah. They're well, well done. They're well illustrated. They're good pieces of art. Like yeah. they're finished. <laughs> <clears throat> and like, like I said, like I don't want to like talk smack about John Park. Yeah, totally. Like John Park's art is sweet. Yeah, really, really nice. Pretty much think. every other occasion, but I feel like yeah. this this one it's it's it clearly looks unfinished. 
I don't get what happens. Also, it doesn't look like a Grim Island. No. And I, I'm, I'm, it's going to pay me to put it on my CC deck. <laughs> yeah. Because it looks... Oh, God, I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, this is probably the the only time I'll I'll ever even talk about these lands, really. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I you know, personally, I'm not a big fan of multiplayer magic, so mm-hmm. they don't appeal to me in any way. Like, sure. I, I just, I guess I just kind of wanted to highlight them because it's it's always exciting to get a cycle of new lands, and yeah. I feel like with these ones, they really missed an opportunity in, in multiple ways. Yeah, I think it's an elegant design. I think, like, the, the if you have... Um, was it two of Ernest the Battlefield Tats and actually have two or more opponents I think that's an elegant design that's a really cool line of text that like it's really well thought out but like you said there's a miss on the on the uh, basic land types yeah give them basic land types and nobody would have complained no but I mean I suppose you can't call a luxury suite mountain swamp because it's not a mountain or a swamp <laughs> yeah I guess that's that's going to be it like... isn't it yeah that's that's probably the reason why they don't have basic land types <laughs> they're going to change the art oh, I'm not going to get into this we're going to talk about this for way too long oh we have spent far too long I'm going to yeah let's uh, let's leave that maybe maybe we'll do like a flavour episode in the future and we'll we'll go hard we'll go in hard on okay. these lands but yeah and I'll get even more angry yeah for now then what's your card of the week then Sam it's your boy Khan yeah which Khan sign up I mean any of them are great yeah true <laughs> But uh, Khan Sinoverza. Yeah, that is a very powerful magic card. That card is, uh, I don't want to say broken, but jeez. Yeah. That card is good. <laughs> I agree 100%. I, I think that's something I'd, I'd felt right from the off, like as soon as it was spoiled. like I wasn't that high on it when it first got spoiled. I loved it. Like I've learned from the error of my ways. I just just the the absolute value that can be generated with the card is fantastic and then mm-hmm. looking at it in a format with Lanamore Elves you can go oh well I can play this on turn 3 like yeah yeah seems great oh, oh god it's just so why is it your card of the week so first of all I didn't realise like how much it's being played yeah so it's all over standard yeah totally like it's been played in all these like mid-range control decks it's just it's just really good yeah um, it's really good with heart Karen. yeah totally that is a sweet interaction. Like, make this Heart of Kirin, um, like, make this... I, I've seen, like, sweet curves where you go, like, Heart of Kirin into Aether um, Severe Harvester into Calm. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, how can you lose? Um, but you, like, make this Khan minus two to make a Construct, which is going to be, like, at least a 2-2, but almost certainly bigger. Yeah. Actually playing it in, and then, like, you can minus it again to crew it, and you've still got another minus activation to make another Construct. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. And then, it's been playing Legacy. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said last last week, like you stick it in a shop stack in vintage, and yeah, you know, you're attacking for like six on turn two, like yeah, and it's not just like a cute miser's one. Like there's there's decks that want four of this card. Yeah, um, and I think Affinity and Modern wants this card, um, possibly in the sideboard, but definitely like at least two copies in the seventy five. Yeah, because um, this card is just it's just bananas. If yeah. it was a four mana planeswalker with five loyalty, with if it was a four mana planeswalker with five loyalty that said. Minus two, create a construct. Like the construct token. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> It'd be good. <laughs> and then you randomly have this card advantage engine on the top, on the top half of the card. Yeah, like, totally. And it's so hard to kill. Like, it's just very good. Yeah. And then, my second reason is because he made an appearance at uh, GP Birmingham. Yes, he did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, yeah, they, I can't remember where, like... I don't know where the person who did the cosplay is from. Uh, I think it's Atlas Craft. Atlas Craft, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, like, flew him down with his big suit. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome just seeing him walking around. Like, everyone was really excited. Yeah. 
because uh, obviously I'd seen photos from like previous GPs uh, that he'd been at, um, and the costume's just amazing. It's incredible. Um, like, how was how, like how was it in like? <laughs> How was it in real life? Like, obviously, it's like two meters tall or something. Like, how did that yeah, feel? It's huge. It's so big. He had to like bend down. It's like people wanted to speak to him. Like the guy inside the suit, they wanted to speak to him, and to be like, you know, wanted to be like, oh, dude, I love you. I love it. It's amazing. And he had to like bend down and like <laughs> loom over these people. It's actually scary. Um, I was so like, you could see a little bit of wear and tear on it. Yeah. Because obviously, like, you know, he's worn it, worn it a long time. Um, but you could, when he was walking around, you could hear because he's on stilts inside. Yeah. You can like hear the springs of the stilts moving. Oh wow! And it like sounds like he's sort of creaking, like you imagine Carl would when he's walking. Yeah. Oh, it was just it was just so cool, and like the light up head and stuff, and like the eyes in the head, like was so cool. Just every 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 time he was walking around, just sort of everyone, even people like in the main events, stopped just to have a look. <laughs> um, just to see him walk past because it was just so cool. It's oh, awesome. It's really cool. So I would have. I, I wish I'd been there just for that. Like. I know it was it was it was such a cool. I mean, that was like that was one of many very very cool things that happened this yeah. weekend. Cool. So I guess that's it. I guess we'll move on to our main topic. Really, speaking of that, so uh-huh. how was your your GP Birmingham weekend? Sweet. So it was really 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 good. Awesome. Cool. I had a great time. Um, played a lot of sweet magic. Yeah. Which, you know, is unsurprising. <laughs> uh, met a lot of really cool people. Just had a lot of fun. Cool, good. So I guess I'm going to sort of run down my weekend. Yeah, totally. Let's. Yeah, I guess start from I guess from the start really, like uh, mm. Legacy GP main event. Let's talk about that. How yeah, did that go um, for you? Uh, I went four two two. Cool. That's that's fine. It's all right. Like, um, I've certainly playing... done worse at GPs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was playing um, Punishing Maverick. Yeah. So I was playing like a Nye build with no Depot Trans. Yeah. Because bayous are a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. I playing, I was playing Birds of Paradise, which is great. Yeah. Um, and at one point during during one of my rounds, my opponent goes turn one Deathrite Shaman. Yeah. I was like, mm, this is Legacy. That seems correct. And then I uh, went turn one Birds of Paradise. Yeah. And he audibly laughed. Uh oh. It was great. <laughs> like, are you sure? So <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm playing this Birds of Paradise. <laughs> Don't worry, carry on with your turn. <laughs> And then I wastelanded him out of the game, it was fine. Sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went 4-2-2. I started the day on two draws. Yeah. Which was incredibly rough. Yeah. What were you playing against for those draws? Uh, oh, God. Round one was Infect. Okay. Somehow drew against Infect. Yeah. So my opponent um, was just... So I had all the answers. Yeah. So I had all the punishment fires, all the swords... To just beat up their creatures so they couldn't really do anything. Like, I had the Wasteland to think of Nexuses, but I couldn't follow up with any threats. Yeah. So I was like chipping in for one every turn. Yeah. Couldn't close out the game. Um, like, we just had like two really, really grindy games. And then the third game, we had about five minutes left on the clock. Yeah. And uh, he resolved a Sylvan Library. Yeah. And I was like trying to grind out. We're just trying to grind out. So like, there's no way we're going to finish this game. No. Um, so that was a shame. Really fun magic, though. Good. Um, and then the game, uh, round two, which was the second draw, playing against Checkpile, which is what I went into the weekend wanting to beat. Yeah. Because um, I thought, you know, that deck's going to be everywhere. And, I mean, if you look at the if you look at the, the top 16, there's a couple of Checkpile decks, and then, like, Grixis Delver and stuff, and, like, yeah. I was looking to prey on those sort of decks. Because um, Punishing Fire is just, like, great in that matchup. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, I was just... <sighs> I don't, I don't want to be disrespectful to my opponent. Really nice guy. Um, 
but just very slow. Yeah. And I mean, I think I should have, I think during game two, I was very clearly ahead, like I'd resolved a Gideon out of Zendikar. Yeah. Um, and there was no way that my opponent could really come back from that. Yeah. Um, and we were just grinding resources for ages, and I was like doing stupid stuff, like I was um, constantly getting my punishing fires back for no real value. Yeah. Like just putting them back in my hand and just like taking time. And I should have just asked my opponent if they wanted to concede and go to game three, because uh, yeah. he'd won game one. I should have just asked if he wanted to concede. Yeah. Um, and moved to game three. I'm not sure he would have done, but um, I think that was the probably the correct choice because then we had like literally we had a time extension because um, he'd broken some sleeves. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, we only had three minutes, and I was um, I was like, okay, I can play because I'm playing the dark depths. Test me, test combo, my combo. Yeah, yeah. So like, if I can just turbo that out in like a couple of turns, like if I can play really quickly and just get to that, yeah. like if I can against that and do it, like I can win because like Shepard just can't beat that. Um, but I didn't, so <laughs> so I drew that one as well. <laughs> <clears throat> so it's time both rounds and then uh, start of round three I had to ask a judge if I could have a time extension to go for a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> I was like man I'm not going to play any good magic until I've had a smoke I'm sorry <laughs> um, and yeah the, like, the judge really, really uh, was really really accommodating he was like okay yeah I can give you like uh, ten minutes and after that you'll have um, you'll have a, a game, game last month. Like, yeah. that's perfectly reasonable thank you like um, sure so I just ran out had a smoke and then came back in awesome <laughs> um, actually made it just back in time for the pairings cool so, so your your round three, yeah. After you've 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 drawn your first two rounds, what happens then? Mm-hmm. Right. So round three, I won a game of magic. Hey. Um. So I played against Lands. Yes. And how against, was that? Um. So I think the match was meant to be quite bad for me. Yeah. Because they have tabernacle <laughs> and punching fire. It's really, really strange games. Um. Spelling this guy. He's called Neil Kirk. Yeah. I remember this because his name is Neil <laughs> and my surname is Neil and it was spelled exactly the same way <laughs> um, he was playing lands and he just he didn't get off the ground so he like he really stumbled on his lands in the first game yeah um, I waste landed him and he had just had two mock diamonds in play yeah wasn't able to find any of his lock pieces and I was just peeing him down for like one a turn oh, and you just got there I was just grinding because like he had the tabernacle and I was like oh, okay so I was just paying for my cards and like I had a birds of paradise and like a dried arbor in play yeah and then I found the noble hierarch <laughs> which is a one up in my deck yeah and then I was just like I managed to pay for it and then I used to waste on the tabernacle yeah nice just chop, chipping in for one a turn <laughs> it was unbelievable um, and then we had another get the, the like another game where like I looked like a lands deck yeah <laughs> so I just had groves and wastelands yeah and I was like loaming back because I've got like a one of loam yeah. I was landing these lands back there. He was waste landing, um, and we were just like trading resources the entire time. Yeah, just really strange games of magic. Um, and then uh, game three, I just made a ten ten night. I just managed to like he um, again, like he stumbled again, and I managed to just sort of crash him with a massive night, and it was over. Which was um, which was cool. So I won that one. So I was oh one uh, one oh two at this point. Yeah. And then I played against four color stone blade. Sweet. How did that go? Um, I lost. <laughs> uh, really good games though, like really nice guy. I think this is like, I think it's like sort of my story of the weekend. It's just everyone was so lovely. Yeah. And Legacy players especially, like they just love magic. But yeah, I got beaten down by Meditrian and Nemesis, and then he put a Basque on it, and then he put a Jute on it. Yeah. And I very quickly lost the game. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. He was just like, I don't think there's anything you can do here, and I was like, Do you think? <laughs> like he ended the game with like forty life, and I was just like, Okay, there you go. Sure. <laughs> But like super nice guy. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so it was one one two. Um and then I played with Grixis Delver. Hey. A match but I was home to pray on. A bit late in the day, because obviously I'm already out of like, uh, day two contention at this point. Yeah. You had to have six wins and I was I could only obviously get um five wins at most. Yeah. Grixis Delver like 
just wasn't close. No. Wasn't remotely close. Like, uh, game one, here he goes, underground sea ponder. Yeah. I go, sure. I go, uh, Savannah, uh, birds. Here he goes, um, I think it was push. Yeah. Push your birds, wasteland and Savannah. Okay. Yeah. And I go, wasteland your underground sea. So we both have nothing in play. Yeah. And then I draw lands and he does not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have 25 lands in my deck and he has 18. Yeah. Um, and he drew no lands. He kept discarding. He like kept having to go to discard and clean up. Oh no! And I just crushed him. Sweet. Um, and then game two, sort of a little bit closer. You know, like uh, he had this, he had this death row shaman, and I had my birds of paradise. <laughs> um, and then I made a massive night of the relicry, and then I made another massive night of the relicry, and then he, and then he lost the game. Awesome. He just got <laughs> there. So two on two. Sweet. And then I'm playing against Pox. And how was that? <clears throat> um, that was an experience, wasn't it? Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I won a game. Yeah. I won a game. <laughs> I only lost 2-1. Um, but I lost to that. Um, again, lovely guy. I caught with him over the weekend. Um, yeah. Like, outside. Because uh, we, we were like, we're both smokers. So we just sort of bumped into each other. <laughs> so I chat. It sounded like his weekend was going okay. Um, by the time I spoke to him on Sunday, he'd uh, sold his chains of Mephistopheles. Yeah. Seems buy into death and taxes. Yeah. Seems sensible. Yeah, definitely. It's an expensive like, card at the moment. Yeah, it was like either I can buy a second chain to Mephistopheles or I can sell this chain to Mephistopheles and buy another legacy deck. And I was like, <laughs> I know what I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that deck's, that deck's just miserable for me. Um, like, you know, just going like Thought Seas into Small Parks into Curse Scroll, I just can't win. Yeah. Um, uh, I won a game where he stumbled and like didn't really have a lot of pieces and I had too many lands for him to waste me out of the game. Yeah. Be like fun magic, but, well, I say fun magic, like fun interactions. Yeah. Not a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly miserable. And then. So I'm 2-2-2 two, two, two at this point. And then I played against Mono White Soldiers. Ah, sweet. Deck we've covered on what the deck before. Yeah. How did that uh, go? I crushed it. <laughs> that matchup is not close. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it was it was nuts. Like all of the lock pieces that um she was playing, I just like they didn't matter. Yeah. So they played like um she had like a chalice on one, I was like, mm, okay, that cuts off like nine cards in my deck. Yeah. Like, I don't actually care that much. It sounds so bad like, for me, like... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I think she was looking to beat the Storm decks all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Of which there weren't many. I didn't see many. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm really not yeah. surprised. Um, she had like a chalice on one, and then she had a pithy needle naming Wasteland. Yeah. And then like um, a suppression field. Yeah. But I just drew mono jewel lands instead of, waste, instead of uh, fetch lands. <laughs> and then just, I made some big creatures, and um, she lost the game. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she, she was really nice. Had a nice, really nice interaction with her. Cool. Um, and then round eight. So my point, my plan for the weekend was I'm going to go. I'm going to play eight rounds of Legacy. Yeah. So love Legacy. I really want to play it. I haven't played it in a while. Let's just go and have some fun. Sure. Um, and I was in because of this draw bracket. There was a few of us sort of like dancing around the same sort of tables. Yeah. Because we all had a similar record. So like um, the guy who played who was playing lands. He was. We were all sort of like following each other. Yeah. On the tables, because um, we'd all got similar results because of the draws. Because it's a strange bracket to be in, like yeah, on the number of points. Like going into round three on two points, <laughs> so <laughs> leads to some weird pairings. Um, but yeah, we're all sort of following each other around. I was like, oh, cool. Um, hey guys, how's it going? I'm like, oh yeah, we're all, yeah, we're, we're all three two two or like uh, three three one or whatever. Like yeah. Um, the round starts and I call a judge because my opponent hasn't showed up. I'm like, that's fine. Um, I'm like, why do you not? Why would you not? show up to your last round yeah like it's the last round of the day you knew you were out of day two contention you played round seven where you weren't going to day two <laughs> so you might as well like yeah. why don't you show up to round eight and just play some magic yeah so 10 minutes I got a game uh, I got a match win sweet they didn't show up so playing walker points for me yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah I mean I wanted to play some magic and it's sort of sort of annoying that I didn't get to play the last round yeah but I was watching some sweet magic happen next to me um 
and that was like how, how much fun. Sweet. Uh, how much fun I had. Like yeah, the main event was was sweet. Awesome. I had a lot of fun. You know, on on the flip side, there, if you if you had taken Storm, then you, I guess, you still could have played the uh, the final round. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just sit there by yourself. Yeah, solitaire. So great. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. I'm like, who needs an opponent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was yeah one thing. I I, I did do, do a lot of bit of playtesting sort of last weekend with. Uh, uh, one of the local players who was going down, who was playing uh, Black Red Reanimator. Oh yeah, and we were like, we may as well just play play these decks at like different tables. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no point ever having yeah. it. Like, no interaction. <laughs> yeah. a good bit of fun. But yeah, I'm glad to see that you you enjoyed the the main event. So the so your first ever GP main event. Yeah, my first proper GP main event. Yeah, awesome. Now how how does that feel? And um, it was good. Like I wish I'd done better. Yeah. But um, it was cool to actually because I've been to a few GPs. It was fun to actually play the main event for once. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it um, went, went completely differently to my first ever GP main event where I went like X four and then like <laughs> oh dude, it's like two two and like a rebound event in the afternoon. Like it's, oh god, that's not good. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, yeah, like I played some really good magic. Yeah, like it's the best magic I've played. Sweet. Um, despite not being remotely prepared, I just had a, had a great time in the main event, and then like the rest of the weekend, just great. Awesome, cool. Just met some really nice people. Yeah, I didn't actually play that much magic on the on the Saturday. Yeah, just went around some traders, picked up some sweet cards. Yeah. I think I was bragging to you about quite a bit. <laughs> totally. Sending your Facebook messages. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of my favourite things about GPs are just just the vendors, just like the abundance of vendors, and you can get pretty much anything you could ever want. Yeah, definitely. Like um, I saw on the Thursday, so obviously on the Thursday, like um, there wasn't a main event on; it was just yeah. side events and traders and stuff. Just you know, saw a playset of Jews and Gins just being tossed about. Yeah, totally. So like, I don't know whether it was like the person was buying or selling it into the trader, but like just to set up to Jews and Gins, like oh. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, lots of jewel lands being traded, like some power. I know a couple of, um, one of my friends picked up most of a set of his power awesome. at the weekend. Wow, cool. Which is sweet. Um, so a lot, because there was an old school event as well. Yeah. Yeah, Flying Man. Did you go to that? I did not know. Oh, I know. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Because uh, I was meeting up with a couple of friends on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and I was hanging out with people. I was like, just having a nice time. It's like, oh, you know, I'll get a draft in. I'll go and do trade some cards. I'll play some commander. Yeah. I'm not really in the mood for like because it was it was sort of like the other side of the site as well. Yeah, it was, it was in one of the, one of the, one of the hotels. Yeah. Uh, but it sounded like it went really well. Like everyone that went um, seemed to have a great time. Yeah, totally. I saw some some really cool pictures from the event. Like, yeah, it looked really yeah. good. A really interesting situation with a chaos orb. I think I saw from that event. Yeah, yeah. That, those pictures. I don't know if you can. I don't know where you'd find those pictures if you're listening to this. Yeah, like like the UK old school magic Facebook group. Yeah, there's there's a nonsense picture where like I, I think the ruling was that it got destroyed. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like old school's a big deal. Yeah, totally. Just in case you weren't aware, it's a big deal. Yeah, definitely. It seems to be that was one of the, like, obviously I, I wasn't there, but I was you know taking part in a lot of sort of chat online. It seemed to be it was one of the sort of driving factors behind even some of the vendors there as well. Like as far as like prices are concerned. Yeah, like, I mean they just they had cases that were just old school stuff. They had more more old school stuff than they did like modern legacy stuff. Yeah, which I think says a lot. Um, yeah, definitely. Really, really big deal. Yeah, which is really cool. But yeah, I didn't didn't play any old school. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, did, 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 did take my cards. But yeah, I just um, went round to the artists. Yeah, got some stuff by stand by Mark Tedden and Mark Paul. Awesome, both super lovely guys. But stand by Anthony S. Waters, who is the jazziest man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like a proper old school like fantasy artist. Oh yeah, and he he was there with I can't I, I don't know I assume it's his, like his wife his partner. Yeah, 
Um, they were both really lovely. I was like, oh, how's your, how's your time in Birmingham? Because I've just been like <laughs> talking smack about Birmingham the entire weekend. Yeah. <laughs> People that have flown over, like, um, it's like, how are you enjoying Birmingham? And they're like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I talked to them, like they, they'd been in the UK for like 10 days or so. Yeah. It was like being on holiday and then like finished up with the GP in Birmingham. Sweet. And he was wearing like, um, a bright purple, like sequined waistcoat Oh wow. and like had a gray ponytail. Yeah. Like, you know, when you think of like fan- fancy illustrators and like, yeah, indie, like old school. Yeah. Look just like that. Awesome. <laughs> he was, he was great. Um, summer winter teas for me. Sweet. Um, yeah. And then I, I actually met with, um, Chris Castro-Rappel from the MCG Grindcast. Sweet. Which was cool. I've been listening to that podcast for a while. Yeah. Um, I knew he'd be at the GP. Awesome. So bumped into him on Friday night. Um, we both commiserated about scrubbing out Legacy. <laughs> um, but then just like kept in touch with him for the weekend. I think he finished 61st in standard. Nice. That's really good, yeah. yeah. So enough to cash. Yeah, it was yeah. really sweet. Um, really, really lovely guy. Like, yeah. had a great time. Um, went, uh, met with him for a drink on Saturday night as well. Sweet. And some of the guys from Team Lotus Box from the SCG tour were there. Oh, awesome. It was like having a casual drink with, like, Zan Syed. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, like, just that That was, like, just met with like, really, really cool people. Yeah, sounds like a fantastic weekend. Yeah, I spent more time, like, talking to people and just having a nice time um, than I did playing Magic. And that's yeah. great. That's why I love GP so much. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that I met, you, I met your friend Chris. Yeah, shout out Chris. Podcast Chris. You're totally going to be listening to this, so yeah. Yeah, man, super super lovely guy. Awesome. Um, and did well in sand as well. Yeah, I yeah, did really well despite losing his deck apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or forgetting his deck. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think the Northeast did. We did all right. Like so, I, I, terribly. The representation from Birmingham was <laughs> poor. <laughs> I think our best place uh, player was uh, Craig Barnes, who came 16th in standard. Oh, amazing! Which That's is awesome. really good. Like, yeah, shout out Barnes. He's like a absolutely fantastic Magic player. What was he playing? Uh, Black red vehicles. Uh, which version was he playing? That's the story of the weekend. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, he had like, I Ooh, think I maybe it. like I a playset of like Chain Whirlers in there. Like, sweet. He's playing. Oh, he's playing the, the sort of small version with Bowmaker. Is yeah, awesome. That, the, okay, I do want to. I do want to touch on this. Like, sure. So standard. It seems like the metagame shifting a lot quicker than people anticipated. Yeah, definitely. Just on Friday night, like the night before the GP, everyone just suddenly started freaking out about black red, black red vehicles. Yeah, yeah. It was the deck of the weekend, so we put six copies in the top eight. Yeah. And it's it's the real deal. Yeah, it absolutely seems to be. Deck's really good. Um, just like crushing. Like, I think we all expected blue-white going in. Yeah, totally. Well, it's this blue-white control deck with, like, Teferis and Lyras. Yeah. But this blue, this black-red deck. And I know a few people were playing a different version of the deck where they'd, like, taken out the one-drops. Yeah. Um, and were playing more four and five-drops. Yeah. I know a couple of people, like, um, I know uh, Pete Ward. Yes. Who heartbreakingly came 65th. <laughs> Just one outside of cashing. Oh, no. Um, was playing five glory bringers in the 75 five uh, yeah the five four four, four yeah i was gonna say five, <laughs> five. Well, <laughs> judge uh yeah that's why he did so well he was like yeah. five <laughs> um for, yeah four, four comes glory bringer in the 75 sure um just like haymakers in the in the mirror yeah yeah definitely and, like just like being up like green black constrictor and stuff like that yeah but yeah that 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 deck's made it i think uh, i don't know i don't know the Megan's moving really quick. Yeah, it is, but I I do think yeah. that deck is is real. I think it was definitely a really good call going into the tournament. Like, Absolutely. if you're expecting like blue white, like, mm-hmm. uh, Just yeah, obviously one of the cards that was added to blue white from Dominaria was Seal Away, and how excited everyone was to play that. And you just play yeah. a vehicle deck with Heart of Kieran, and that card does nothing. Like, yeah, you just, you just embarrass that card. By yeah, it's so good. Like Chainwell is. I'm not sure. I'm not so happy about Chainwell still. Yeah, I'm not sure it's as good as people 
No, I might... guess uh, yeah, I guess if you're if you're expecting the version that's playing like one drops playing your Bomat carriers and whatnot, then like yeah, definitely. And I suppose yeah, like, sure. But I, I think know. the Lana War Elf decks were around as well. So yeah, really... yeah, it just kills Lana War Elves for days. Sure. Yeah, but I mean, like Black Rebecca's won the whole thing. Yeah. Simon Nilsson like took it down with the was playing the sort of bigger version. Yeah. Uh, had three glory bringers in the seventy-five. Yeah. Like cameras, two cons. I just, it's just so good. Yeah. So all in all, just a, a good weekend for for red decks, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the the legacy GP was by Gary Campbell. Yeah. Who's sort of a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Like but for like Scottish Magic specifically. Yeah, I think Wizards of the Coast did a did a nice bit of bit of coverage of, of I guess of him really over the the event while it was going on on the, their page. Mm. And yeah, it was really nice to see somebody who has just been playing the game for twenty five years to to win a GP. Yeah. A legacy playing. GP in the UK is fantastic. Yeah, playing such a sweet deck as well. Yeah. Um, four Goblin Rabble Masters yeah. in GP winning legacy deck. <laughs> I like that a lot. And a Hazard at the Fervent. Yeah. Now that's a good one. Um, yeah, it's really sweet. And like, just like the whole the whole tournament was run really well. Yeah, I've heard think, that, yeah. Yeah, it was just really, really like efficient, a really well-won main event. Yeah. There was no ranking around, there were no real problems. Yeah. Um, like everything was just great. Uh, all the judges were really lovely and accommodating, as yeah. like you expect judges to be. Just every everyone like I made I made a little post on the the MTG UK community and trading discussion group. But I just want to like sort of mirror that sentiment here as well. Like everyone I met and spoke to was just so so nice. Awesome. Um, Good. Just the magic community is just so lovely. Yeah, definitely. And I had a great time. And I want to play more Legacy, please. <laughs> someone someone put on some Legacy tournaments for me because there's not enough in this country. Yeah. I, I agree there. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Um, so all so, in all, you would say that was a, a successful weekend for UK Magic? Yeah, fantastic weekend. It was really, really good. Um, I'm really excited for GP Liverpool now. Awesome, yeah. I was already re- pretty excited, but like... Oh, I feel like it's ages away, but yeah, I, I can't it wait. Is, it is a while. It's been far um, too long since I've been to a GP, and I'm really looking forward to playing in a, a team format as well. Yeah, man, we're going we're gonna to go take it down. Yeah, definitely. Me, you, and like someone else, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can get Chris to come join our team. That'll be good. Does he play modern? Uh, he has a modern deck, but sweet, that good enough. That'll do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, um, we'll. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll discuss it. Yeah, GPs are great. Magic great. Magic players are great. Cool. So if you had to, if you had to break it down into, let's say, top three things that you did at GP Birmingham this weekend, what would those be? Oh, okay. Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. Oh, and I wish you'd asked me this before the podcast started. So I'm <laughs> <asked>. <laughs> um, right, just playing Legacy. Yeah. Like it's just it's such a great format. Yeah. Even though Death Rock Shaman and Lorraine are, are a problem. Debatable, but yeah. From the cast. Yeah. Um, really great magic. Sure. Really fun. Really great players. Cool. So is that number yeah. one or number three? Uh, I think these are just, these are in no order. Sure. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, the traders, trading. Yeah. I picked up a lot of nonsense. <laughs> picked up like uh, a Japanese Phyrexian altar. Awesome. Like in very, very good condition for like an absolute steal. Yeah. Picked some like those Japanese cards for a modern deck and my legacy deck. Yeah. Finish my set of onslaught fetches. Sweet. Uh, like, yeah, I, I did a lot of. I spent a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Understand. But I sold a lot of cards and spent yeah. a lot of money, which I probably shouldn't have done. I probably should have just sold my cards and like you know paid for real things. But um, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. And then honestly, like, I think I think my favorite thing about the week was just meeting meeting people. Yeah, totally. Anyone I sat across from during during the main event, just have a chat. Like, oh, where are you from? How's it going? You having a good time? And everyone, everyone just seemed like they're having a great time. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, I've seen so many photos and videos and, and posts about the the weekend and 
that seems to be the sentiment like everybody just seemed to have a fantastic time the gp mm-hmm. was run without a hitch like as far as i've seen yeah like there were there were no real problems at yeah all. and i think that was i guess one of my worries about mm-hmm. like as much as i love channel fireball like channel fireball events having a monopoly on gps like yeah kind of almost gives them just free reign to do whatever or run things sort of mm-hmm. as well or as poorly as they want and it wouldn't really matter but yeah i think from what i've seen this weekend shows that it was absolutely the right call to to do that to give it to them and have them sort of set up this side of channel firewall that's specifically just for events and for gps yeah, yeah they, so, they know exactly what they're doing yeah big props to channel firewall on this one absolutely like it was such a great weekend i mean like loads of people i spoke to just like um i was like oh how are you doing and they're like oh one four i'm like oh man sorry <laughs> like yeah. It was a bad weekend. They're like, yeah, but I'm having a blast. Like, yeah, so that's that's what it's all about. I mean, I, I would have preferred if it if I'd made day two. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, just just a just a great weekend. Yeah, um, and I realised going to work this morning. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, such long days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just a great weekend. Awesome, cool. GP Vermin in the books now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, say as far as like Premier Play events go, we've got. Uh, nationals come up in August and then yeah. that all the way in December we've got uh, GP Liverpool so so far away yeah the it's going to be great though it's really sweet though so yeah. uh, I'm excited to get, to get back to Liverpool awesome cool so with that aside uh, do you have an end step story this week <laughs> I do it comes from the GP awesome cool what have um, we got then so I was um, hanging with the guys from Moose Loot yeah really nice guys like I, I badgered them all weekend like, yeah that's trading because they were like they were giving to really good prices they are um, really cool like I've interacted with them on, on Facebook a few times and yeah, yeah just like really nice people um, really lovely people so they sit down for like probably possibly the third time in that weekend yeah like hey I've got some more cards to trade in <laughs> I, cards I don't want anymore yeah they're like yeah sweet sweet put them down put them down we'll see what's going on just like having a chat um, and I think that's what was really nice about it it was just like it wasn't just like sure we will give you Fifty pounds for these magic cards. Yeah, it's like you know, actually having a conversation. Like, oh, how's it going? And I was like, oh, cool. Uh, do you mind if I just put my drink down here? And I, if anyone knows me, uh, they'll know that I drink quite a lot of monster. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a kind of monster that brought with me a sealed kind of monster. I put it down, and the guy just goes, "Where did you, where did you get that?" <laughs> I was like, oh, I brought it from home. <clears throat> like I stopped at a shop on the way in because like there wasn't any. I, I don't want to disparage the NEC, but geez, <laughs> the prices for food and drinks at the NEC. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's pretty expensive. Um, but yeah, I, thought, oh, I brought it from outside, you know, because I, I drink quite a lot of it, so I thought I'd bring one with me. Um, I put it down, I was like, I will give you £2 for that. And I was like, mm, no, you're right. <laughs> £3. <laughs> no, I really want it. I will give you a fiver for that kind of monster. Oh, wow. Dude, I'm sorry. I really need it. <laughs> In hindsight, I probably should have taken the fiver. Yeah. Um, and then I pulled out, uh, I had a, a sugar-free one, you know, like the blue one, yeah. rather than the red one. And I pulled out, I was like, I'll sell you this for two quid. And he's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I came back, um, I saw that they had, they actually had some kinds of monster in the, in the, the cafeteria in yeah. the hall. So I went back to go and tell them. And when I, when I got back, they'd ordered a crate. Oh, wow. <laughs> they got like Uber Eats or something. Yeah, like, yeah Amazon Uber Prime or like, something like. <laughs> yeah, like a massive uh, McDonald's order and yeah. like, a crate of monster. Wow. <laughs> so, Sweet, you're committed. Because yeah. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, we can't deal with the time difference. Because <laughs> I was in like, different states. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, you could have you turned that monster into like, you know, a reserveless card or something. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'll trade it for an underground seat. Yeah. <laughs> How bad did you want the caffeine? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Um, uh, just, yeah, music guys are really cool. Have you got any end-step stories? Uh, unfortunately, I don't this week. Uh 
I, I need to step up my game really and prepare I'll some for future game. episodes. But yeah, this this week's just been so so void of magic for me really. Mm-hmm. But yeah. well, I've had enough magic for the both of us. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Don't you worry about that. <sighs> yeah. Sweet, I think that's everything covered for the week, right? Yeah, I think so. So yeah, once again, uh, if you want to get in touch and get involved in any sort of discussions were you at the gp did you see sam give us a shout come say <laughs> hi like you can hit us up did on twitter <laughs> we're at hfdcast on twitter um, mm-hmm. facebook we're also facebook.com slash hfdcast uh, my personal twitter is uh, peachgardenoaf <clears throat> that's oaf with an f oh man every time every time sorry i'm sorry i don't know which one it is because my moto name is my moto name is sneal420 my hey. Twitter name is Snail69. That's hey, the there we go. <laughs> I always getting confused. Oh, uh, yeah. If you do just want to drop us an email, uh, we're also hfdcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I mean, if you want to just like talk to me on Facebook. Yeah. But if you just search Sam Neil or Sneal, S N E A L, like, if you want to just like send me a message, like, yeah. absolutely free. I want to talk about magic all the time. So. Yeah, same here. Jill Arden, hit me up on Facebook. My PMs are open. Absolutely. Like, I, I will talk about magic all day. So hit us up. Awesome. But yeah, once again, it looks like it's all we've got time for this week as we approach the second hour. The God Pharaoh has returned. We'll see you again next week on Hour of Devastation. See ya.